Welcome to the Just Be Real Sis podcast. I'm Dr. Angela. And I'm Candace. We believe that women can win together. We live boldly. We live authentically. We live unapologetically. And we encourage you to do the same. We understand the need for real conversations with diverse perspectives because we are more alike than we are different. We know that inclusion and honesty are our superpowers. The only requirement to join us. Just just be real, sis. Welcome back, everybody. We are so excited to be back with you for another episode of the Just Be Real Sis podcast. We know that it has been some time since we have been able to engage with you, but we are back and it really lends itself to the reason why we're having the topic that we will be discussing today. So the topic for today is still here. In spite of all of the challenges, in spite of all of the things that we have all experienced during this pandemic, we are still here. We're still committed to each other as part of Just Be Real Sis and you. So that is the reason for this episode today. We want to talk about perseverance. So first, before we get into that, Sis, how are you? We're back. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So you and I, we've been in contact, of course, because um, that's the nature of our friendship and sisterhood. But it's been a while since we talked to the listeners. So we have been so excited just in anticipation of recording this episode. And we are live for the first time in two years, maybe? It's been like a year and a half. It's been a while. Oh, my goodness. No, um, I'm just excited to be back. Um, to, to be in person. There's just something about it. Uh, I wish we could see and touch um, our listeners, um, but we are. We're still here, still standing. Uh, so much to tell about yes. what we've endured, what we've endured <laughs> we over begin? the uh, last year and a half. Um, and yeah, to your point, where do we begin? How do we even start this conversation um, other than knowing you know, the obvious that we've missed doing this and we've missed uh, connecting with our listeners? But still committed to it. So Let's start with the thing that I think has really gotten us both through all of the challenges over the course of this uh, past year and a half, and that's perseverance. My middle name. Yes, and maybe it's my second middle name. Yes, seriously. (laughs) Because we have to tap into it so often. So let's start with what perseverance is. It is doing something despite the difficulty or any sort of delay in success that you want to achieve. So I think we've had plenty of practice with perseverance over the course of this pandemic. And that's, um, I think, the Webster definition of perseverance. And my definition of perseverance is, whew, I'm I'm tired. stop right there. Whew, that's (laughs) it. (laughs) I'm tired of persevering. Like, (laughs) I am tired of persevering, but but it's necessary. And I think what we can share and really uh, lend to uh, our listeners is what we've been able to do. And as we go through today, I want you guys to please get your notebooks out as usual. Get your pens out. Uh, You should have some big takeaways. I know that um, we have really been learning as we go. We've been building this airplane and we've, you know, been trying to fly it. So um, a couple of things, sis, that I wanted to share with everyone is just, you know, some things that we've discussed that's really worked with us and how we have been able to continue to embody perseverance. And the first thing that comes to mind and we ask this of one another often is, do you have a growth mindset or do you have a fixed mindset? And I'd like to really kind of go into um, what that means to me. And when I think, um, you know, it's so important 
that you have a growth mindset in all that you do, even when faced with adversity and faced with challenges. Um, and um, before I get into my thoughts, what, what do you think about having a growth mindset or a fixed mindset and how important it is? So I was thinking about that today, actually before we recorded today. And I said, how can you really explain this in simplest terms? And so I was just reflecting over a lot of things that have happened that were challenges. And I said, what's that one thing that really stopped me from saying, I can't do it today, right? Mm. And I think it's just that. It is the decision to say, will this be the thing that stops me? Will this be the day, out of all the things that I've encountered, will today be the day that I throw in the towel? And so as long as I can say the answer to those questions is always no, then it's motivation to keep going. And so that's perseverance. I think that lends itself to a growth mindset because you're not going to allow yourself to let this be the thing that stops you. And so when you look at it like that, just in simplest terms, it pushes you past some of those things that sometimes would have you stagnant and stalled. Yeah, not today. Not today. Right. That's the short answer. (laughs) (laughs) Not today. Not today. (laughs) So if you guys have been following us for quite some time, that that's kind of how we roll, right? And that, that's yes. what I took from that is just not today. Not and, today. Uh, one of the things that I took, because I love this, the study of business, mm-hmm. business major, I always love to talk business. And um, I watch different documentaries or read different stories. And when I think of a growth mindset, I, two people really stand out. And um, the first person I went to and the story that most people know is Ray Kroc. And, mm-hmm. the, and the McDonald brothers. And mm-hmm. most people are familiar with that story. But one that um, probably people haven't really looked into, and that's the story of the Wright brothers. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they were the you know the inventors of the first airplane. And most people know that. Um, I believe it was like December 17th of 1903 that they launched the first human flight. Mm-hmm. But did you know this? And this is really interesting about their story is that before they decided to launch, they invited reporters to their first flight attempt on the condition that no photographs could be taken. And there was a poor showing, um, very few people showed up, and the local newspapers basically, they, they just ignored them after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Wright brothers were actually glad because it kept them at a competitive advantage. But it was almost a year later before they ever launched, and they kind of did everything in privacy and um, in the shadows, if you will. Um, But I said you could put a pin in that right there, because what's built during those times of when no one's looking? Everything. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Everything. Think about that. Like They they accomplished so much when when the world wasn't watching. Um, When faced with all this, you know, these different challenges, they were low on money. Uh, But a really interesting story. And I thought about us. Mm -hmm. And we haven't recorded. It's been a minute. And but what have we been doing in, in the in the time of Uh, no cameras on and and no mics on. Everything. I thought about the story that people often share around seeing a swan or a duck swimming Mm -hmm. and how you look so graceful on the surface and it looks like everything is going just so smoothly and so calmly, but underneath the surface you are paddling for your life. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that's how it is. People only want to show the surface of what's happening and they don't want to talk about what's going on underneath the surface which is why this episode is so important because we're really going to share what it takes to continue to persevere in the midst of several challenges. And our work is so important because if you think about even using the Wright Brothers example, um, I just got back from spring break and thank Mm. goodness they decided to go through with it and today wasn't the day because otherwise I I would have had to walk to Florida. (laughs) 
Like, it was made for short vacations. <laughs> I, I don't know. So I'm glad they didn't give up. You know, even when times, even when, even when times were rough. Exactly. Um, but no, it is. It is. It's necessary. And um, when you think more of it, and, and you think about the science behind it all, mm-hmm. right? You think about we're talking about having a growth mindset and, and what it's necessary as far as showing. Um, well, this is right up your alley. Um, when when you when, when you think about the psychology of it. Um, what about when we speak to ourselves and some of the thoughts that we have? Don't you believe that it really shapes? You, you said this is a conversation yes. I had. I was thinking about this on the way here. and Constantly. Our, it, our thoughts really shape our reality. It's, it's everything. So you know how meticulous I am about the words mm-hmm. that I use. But I'm equally meticulous about the words I receive because it shapes the way we think. It shapes the way we show up in the world. So... The first dialogue you're going to hear, quote unquote, here is that which you have with yourself. So this week I spent a lot of time talking about imposter syndrome, for example. And so I went back to that age old question that I always use. What do you know to be true? And that question is just a really good way to ground you, to make sure that the story you're telling yourself is accurate and that you aren't overthinking in some situations, which I think also plays into perseverance. And so I'm really really keen around what I feed my mind, what I allow myself to ingest, the energy that I surround myself with, how the people around me think is critically important as well. Absolutely. Um, because it plays into all facets of life. So you, you really have to speak kind to yourself. I, I tell my kids all the time, um, don't bully yourself. If, if what you were mm-hmm. saying to yourself, if someone was saying that to one of your friends, you would probably step right in. So, you know, yeah. not only speak kind to yourself, um, but you can start small. You can start anywhere. Um, this one, it, it may sound silly, but it actually works. I can remember years ago, I used to tell myself that I would get upfront parking um, wherever I'm at. I like, do that too. Like, wherever I'm at. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to get, I'm VIP. First. I'm getting upfront parking. And guess what happens? Always. 99% of the time, yes. I get upfront parking. And again, that may sound small, but I think if you start somewhere and you have that, um, because your beliefs are reinforced. And once you draw mm-hmm. a conclusion about something, you're likely to do two things, either look for evidence that reinforces your belief or and, and then end up discounting anything that runs contrary to that belief. Yeah. So if I don't get upfront parking, I'm thinking, well, this can't be so. Let me circle back around exactly. because I'm so adamant in my belief and it really does shape my reality. But it also lends itself to what are you willing to settle for or accept, mm-hmm. right? So for you, you're like, no, this, it's almost like you have designated parking everywhere you go. I do. I do. I mean, I mean, I look for the sign with my name on it. (laughs) I'm surprised you don't have one yet that you put out. Some places I do. Oh, you know, that's a great idea. Don't do that. No, but that is, why not? (laughs) I'll get it for you, for your, for your. And I'll just, it's like a little pop-up sign. (laughs) Just put it in a space reserved for. Candace Morgan. Candace Morgan. There it is. So. Designated parking for everybody. Problem solved. Um, But no, like if that's your expectation, you're not willing to settle for anything less than what you feel like you deserve. So that's another big one. And then you're not willing to just say, oh, I'll accept whatever is out there. And so that's perseverance too, because just because you don't see it the first time, like you talked about circling again, Mm -hmm. you could say, oh, well, I don't have upfront parking, so I'll just leave. No, you're like, I'm going to go around again, persevere. Until I get what it is that I know I'm supposed to have. You talk about what people are willing to accept. I don't know if you've ever shared this um, on our 
platform, um, but I would like for you to share because this story really resonated with me and, and I've attempted to share it with others. Keyword attempted Uh-oh. because I, I, I wouldn't dare try to retell this story because I, there's going to be some added humor that you're like, that is not how that happened. Mm-hmm. But do you remember the time you were telling me the this story and I've shared it with, with my children around getting gas and yes. having, can you share that with our listeners? Because yes. again, this goes back to the things that you say to yourself. Um, it, it ultimately becomes how you treat yourself, mm-hmm. um, then becomes, you know, what you allow others to do. Will you just share a little bit of that? Yes. So I'm a planner, right? I am the person that tries to anticipate a need and meet it before it arises. This particular day, you know how you are just running around, you're running errands and Things are just really busy, and I looked down, and I noticed that I was at half the tank of gas. And I said, well, you know, I can go a little bit further. I have some other things to do. I'll stop later. And then over the course of, like, the next day or so, I got back in the car, and I was driving around, and I looked down, and the gas light was on. Well, when this happened, I was in the area where I wouldn't typically stop to get gas, but I was in the position where I couldn't go any further. I had to stop. So I stopped at the gas station. And normally I would select, you know, premium gas, but this gas station was out. Mm. And the only thing that was available was um, the basic gas. And so I thought, I said, if I had just listened earlier Mm -hmm. and stopped, I could have gotten what I wanted. I could have gotten what was best. I could have gotten what I deserved, right? But because I had prolonged this need, I had to accept whatever someone was willing to give me. Mm. And that taught me a lesson that I would not put myself in that position again because I had to compromise based on my unwillingness to stop and address a need at the time when it needed to be addressed. So uh, needless to say, I never uh, have put myself in that position again. I'm always making sure that I have my tank full, which is the other thing that came out of that story is to make sure that your tank is full. Don't keep going until you're almost completely depleted. Because in life, you'll put yourself in a position where you have to accept only what people are willing to give you um, just because you're looking to be filled in any available space and not your preferred space. That is so good. And it really makes me think, you know, because you had to go through that and you said, I've learned the lesson from it. So I would definitely say that um, our confidence is shaped by our experience. Absolutely. Because there's nothing that you can tell a person that's been through something. Right? You have your theories. We were, were talking earlier to our producer, Andrew, about having small children. He had three, 11 months. And so his view of being a parent now is totally different. And so there's this confidence that comes from that experience. Like, no, I know what this is like because I'm doing it. And so I think that's the same with life. When you've gone through some things, it's tough when you're navigating. But on the other side of it, there's this competence and this confidence that is unmatched. I completely agree. I can remember um, we're talking, you know, about, you know, our children. And you, you think back to the reason that we do this podcast. And when you think of perseverance, um, really showing them the example of what it looks like. Um, today not is not the day. And I can remember, you know, um, I had one child who had um, uh, fallen and, and he got a, a broken collarbone. Mm-hmm. And then I had another child that ironically, six months later, 
had a similar issue with their collarbone. And the way I reacted to the first child mm -hmm. uh, was completely different because yeah. I knew, okay, you're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. um, handled it um, with um, a, a confidence that we'll get through this. Mm -hmm. And so uh, don't be afraid is what I would say. Don't be afraid to push yourself through something because then you will see um, what you're made out of. And oh, by the way, what's the title of this episode? We're still here. We're still here. You know, what, what is your, you have a hundred percent. I said you, you have a 100% track record of overcoming. Say that again. The <laughs> nature of the fact that you're still here, you have a 100% track record of overcoming. And so you think about this to your point, says you think about the beginning of the pandemic and how unnerving it was mm -hmm. to change the way we work, to change the way our kids go to school, to change the way we interact in, in public, if you even were going out in public. And now to think about the things that were once strange to us and it's commonplace. So you adjust. That's the other thing. Sometimes seeing things through puts you in this place where you learn things about yourself you never would have known. And you find strength in places that you never thought you would. But it's a tough journey to get there sometimes. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, but you're right. Uh, I remember you talking about the incident with the collarbone. You're like, the second time, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew exactly how to handle it. The first time, there was this more of a swell of a panic. But you're right. So I think that's a takeaway from the topic that we're talking about today with perseverance. Just know that going into any challenge, it may be difficult. It, it might be difficult. But on the other side of that, there are lessons and skills that otherwise you would not have had. You know, this, again, this conversation, it, it's so timely. And um, I think our approach with having a growth mindset um, and then really focusing on, you know, how we speak to ourselves, how we speak to others, how we allow others to speak over us. Um, once you get through that and then you know, we talked about having the confidence that comes with experience. How do we kind of tie it all together and, and, and really make sure um, that we're using our time wisely? Because um, I think we've said this. On, there's two things we've said on every episode. Um, one is we we have to mention Beyonce. So there's the Beyonce there's club. Beyonce. Um, shout out to the Beehive. Shout out to the Beehive. And then, <laughs> so we can't go an episode without mentioning Beyonce. <laughs> And, um, and the reason we do that for our listeners is because when we have her on, we're going to be able to play back all of the Every other episode. episode and say, we, you know, we've been, we've been talking, talking to you all along. Right. But, um, we talk about time as the most valuable currency on the planet. And I really need to say that again, because, you know, we, we talk a lot about being successful in all of these different things, but time is truly the most valuable currency on the planet. Um, let's talk about that. And, mm. you know, if we're trying to do all these other things, how do we monitor our time? So this is an easy one. Uh, I think we've kind of always been in the place where we understood the value of time. But one of the challenges that occurred over this gap, uh, which I'll talk about now, is I had a pulmonary embolism while we were gone. And when you go through something like that where you're really facing your own mortality. It really shifts the way you look at everything. So when it comes down to the place where the only thing you're worried about is time, you spend it completely differently than you would have in the past. So I've, I've talked to you about, you know, people will ask you to do things and they'll call on you for your expertise and they'll ask you to show up here and there pre-pandemic. And I said, now the way I look at it 
is if it isn't something that's going to impact other people in a significant way, if it isn't really something that I can lend my time and talents to, I look at it as stealing my time. Mm. And so I could take that time and dedicate it to something of substance, right? Something that could really be life-changing or world-changing. And so the way I spend my time is like currency because that experience taught me that when it comes down to it, that's the only thing that really matters. Yes. That's all we have. That's what I was thinking as you were talking, just reliving that moment. You know, when I got that phone call, nothing else mattered. Nothing. Nothing. Whatever I was doing, I stopped and I drove straight to the hospital. And you really do, really quickly. I can only imagine what you were going through because I know I was thinking about everything that you're talking about. Yeah. And of course you just start praying and that's all that matters is, yeah. is the time it is, is how like, Oh my goodness, you know? So let me solidify it with this, like the, by nature of the fact that we're still here. Yes. Right? That day when I got to the hospital, the doctor said you were minutes away, minutes away. So the different, you know, we look at time and we're like, Oh, you know, it's just going to take a few minutes, but like, no minutes can be life or death. And so, when you look at your time, when you look at the structure of your life, when you look at the things that you prioritize and the things that you worry about that maybe aren't that important, think about it like that. Is this something that's really going to matter? If I was in a situation where my life would shift in an instant, would I still be worried about this? Right, right. So my level of unbothered is expert at this point. It is. It is. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen it. Uh, I think you've mastered it. And, and let me let me go back for a second that you said about our life and how it can shift, mm-hmm. right, in an instant. So do, do you remember, of course you do, but I said this to you, just a week and a half earlier, you delivered a keynote at a graduation. I did. You were on the stage in front of thousands of people. Yes. And we're talking a week later. Yes. I had worked that day. So you talk about really not knowing, and it was sudden. You know, there was no warning. There was no really illness. I was really feeling bad, but it also speaks to the importance of listening to your body. Yes. Right? And paying attention when something is different. So I had no idea that that's what was going on. I had all these theories in my head around, maybe it's this, or maybe I'm tired, or you know, maybe it was something that I had to eat or all of these things that we do. Like we minimize these symptoms when our body's trying to communicate with us. But thank goodness there was, you know, there was a pain that I really couldn't ignore. And that's what actually ended up making me jump into action. And so, yeah, life is completely different after something like that. Absolutely. And we celebrated your birthday right after yes. that. And we celebrated it differently. differently. Well, I couldn't speak. Like, um, the PE was like June, first part of June. Our birthday is the 21st of June. And I remember we were just sitting there. Yes. And nobody really wanted to talk because nobody wanted to cry. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah. So now here we are almost a year past that date. And it just speaks to the power of just making that daily decision to say, not today. You will not rob me from my time. Not today. Not any day. Yeah. So I hope that's a lesson that the listeners will take, um, that you don't have to go through something traumatic like that or life-changing to make the decision. Protect your time like you would any other valuable that you have in your life. Yes. Oh, know that no is necessary. You have to say yes. no sometimes. 
Sometimes right. often, depending on who it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay, too. <laughs> so how do we commit to what's new and what's next? And, and we've had this season and we've done a lot of reflection. Um, hopefully people have really taken some some good takeaways is around, you know, what this looks like for us. And it may look different in, in your life, but you know, what do we do now going forward as we continue on this journey, um, of course, of perseverance, we're going to continue, yeah. we're, we're back recording, which is exciting. But what does new and next look like? I think it's just being open, sis, like not limiting yourself to what you think is possible. The world looks nothing like we thought it would. Mm. We even do things that we never thought we would. And so I think it is just back to the growth mindset Keeping yourself open to opportunities that maybe you wouldn't have considered before. Maybe that's where your exciting new thing is. Maybe that's your next thing. Or not being opposed to trying a new path or a new way of doing things. Because it's on that journey that you may discover the thing you've been looking for your whole life. So for me, that's my focus. Just being open, being very intentional, being very protective of time and space. And then just making sure that as we often say, our heart posture is correct, that we are engaging with people for reasons that really matter, and doing legacy work. That's what this podcast is about. Absolutely. That's why we went into it. So Absolutely. You know, for me, um, in, in a world where we can be anything, um, be kind. And because you Ooh, never... I like this. Yeah. You, you never Some know. Some people don't get that list. Right. And you... But, you know... Everything that you just shared with us and everything that you've gone through, you never know what someone's going through. Oh, that's true. You never know. When you meet them, you never know. And um, that is has is, is been me and my lesson. Um, so I, I think... That's why that, I give out hugs. <laughs> yeah, you, you gave me one as soon as you saw me today. Um, you know, because you, you just don't know yeah. um, what that person, you know, has been through within the last 30 minutes. You, you said it earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us could imagine how and where we would be. And then, you know, like you said, we've had people to open up and talk. It's because everyone is going through something. Yeah. Your strong friends, your professionals, every person. Yeah. And so then I think again, if you're kind and you're just open to a conversation, I've had so many conversations with people that I would have never had conversations with mm-hmm. in the past, just simply because I may be too busy. Yeah. And so I'm just on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm really taking the time slow um, down. to slow down. And one thing that I have, I, I, I tried to do this before, but I really do it almost every interaction. It doesn't matter the place. I always look the person directly in the eyes and say, how's your day going? Mm-hmm. And you'd be amazed at how many people, it's like the first time they've ever heard that question. And they'll tell you and yeah. they'll open up. And then I'm just hoping that that changes the you know the rest of their day yeah. in some small way. Well, when I ask that question, people cry. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> right. All the time. Because a lot of people will ask you how you're doing, but then they go on to the next thing. Right. So when you follow that up by actually listening or saying, no, I really want to know how you're doing, people are moved by that. And so additionally, I think we have to give each other grace because we don't know each other's stories. We should just really be in this space where we create and open the space to give ourselves grace, but also other people. And just be mindful that you may not have the whole story. So like you said, lead with kindness. It's super important. This has been 
so good as usual. Um, we, I think we're, you know, uh, about to wrap and um, I'd love to leave um, our listeners with some of the points. Um, you guys should really write it down and, and just know that just the, the transparency of this podcast and why we do it and why we continue to do it. And, and we will bring topics that we feel are relevant and helpful and really shaped us mm-hmm. um, and, and have some fun along the way. Always. So, yes, always. <laughs> we have to have fun. Uh, add that as, as a point, yes. you know, laugh um, when you feel like crying. And you can laugh and cry at the same time. I've done that as well. Okay, you might have to get a diagnosis or referral, <laughs> no. but... I'm just kidding. <laughs> See that, but that's joy, right? Right. Like, that's making a joke and having joy. So that's part of it. Um, so let's go over the um, four points that we've discussed. Yes. And um, then I'd like to share a quote. Okay. We that, love um, of course, we do. the The first point that we talked about today was why having a growth mindset is so important versus a fixed mindset. Now, do you want to share the second? Yeah. One so this? just be open. The next thing we talked about is making sure that you're mindful of the way you think because it shapes your entire existence. And then we also talked about that uh, trust yourself because there is confidence that comes with experience. Yes. And then one of my favorites is making sure that you prioritize and that you treat your time uh, like currency. And really, one of the things that we never want to do is dishonor time by treating it casually. Absolutely. That's good. And I'd like to share a quote, but before we go, I just thought about something that um, really it lines up with what we're talking about today. Can you remember our first recording versus now? (laughs) And how How many many takes did we, like 37 takes? I do not remember. We laughed, then we had to change rooms, and then we were checking the volume. You thought people could see you. I'm like, it's audio only. So that, how many verbal fillers? Did oh we wow! I said, sis, let's go back. Don't do that again. Record that again. We said we're gonna unpack a lot of things over like, and over. We went so, on several trips in that first right, episode. Can... Unpacking. <laughs> but today, I think it's critically important to say to your point because it really emphasizes the growth and what happens if you dedicate yourself to something. Is that we've recorded this episode in one take, nonstop. We've not paused one time. Boom. That's growth. Yes. So here's our favorite quote, since I just gave it as your favorite quote as well. Oh, thank you. I didn't know, but thank you for telling me. Um, So I have this on my wall in my office, and it says, watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. Watch your character because it becomes your destiny. I love it. Yay. All right, we'll see you all next time on the next episode of Just Be Real, Sis. Bye. Bye. That was awesome. Yeah! <laughs> Professional. Don't forget to subscribe and share so we can grow this movement. If you have show ideas or would like to be considered as a special guest, you can email us at justberealsis at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at justberealsispodcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. As always, remember to serve first, stay encouraged, be kind, and just be real, sis.